Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lawmaster Program. The AVB's predictions regarding the coming of the Lord God are fulfilled in the man, Tommy L. Hart. This is big, big news. The Bible's Lord God has come as predicted. But not only has the Lord God come, he has also come forward and revealed himself. He has told the people his name in compliance with Psalm 94, 1 and John 7, 4. Having performed the works that the Bible ascribes to God, the man Tommy L. Hart feels the bill for God. It is reported by those who know him best. He has done all things well. Let's hear from the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. Plato's God is a duplicate. And we will get to that in just a few moments. But first, here are some means by which I have identified the King James Bible's Lord God or Plato's Lord God. One, by the work of all things. God has been identified by the work of all things. He that built all things is God. That is a conclusion. That is a conclusion coming from the King James Bible and the man Tommy L. Hart's scientific inquiry into the matter and truth of God. So that's one means of identifying the Lord God. The second means uh, which I have used and put forward is uh, by means of positive ID. By means of positive ID. The third is by means of scientific inquiry. Both Tommy L. Hart and the King James Bible have carried out a scientific inquiry into the matter and truth of God. The two are unanimous and accordant in their decisions. The man, Tommy L. Hart, here are some of the decisions uh, coming from the uh, joint scientific inquiry into the matter and truth of God. Uh, Let's see where we are. The two have or let's see here, I lost my, my place here. Okay, so I spoke about the unanimous and accordant decision of the two. The man, Tommy L. Hart, is the Lord God. That's another decision coming from the joint inquiry. The Lord is the God, another conclusion. Tommy L. Hart is the Lord God, another conclusion all say the same thing, they may be saying, you know, the statements may be worded differently. The quest for God is over. The Lord God is known by name. His name, Tommy L. Hart. Now, the fourth means of identifying the King James Bible's Lord God is by means of a historical context or perspective. And all those things are evident in Lawmaster Archives. 
Ecclesiastes says in chapter 1, verse 9, the thing that hath been, it is that which shall be. I say that which the Bible has said concerning that which shall be is now. It is now. Right? For instance, the Bible says the Lord God will come. Well, now the Lord God is here, the living God, alive. Name, Tommy L. Hart. What is he? Tommy L. Hart is a man. A man, the King James Bible calls Lord, God, Lord God, no man, master. Now, Next on the agenda, the 31 statements. I'm going to read 31 statements, and I begin. He, well, John 4.25 says, when he is come, he will tell us all things. Two, he hath done all things well. I believe that's Mark chapter 7, verse 49. I believe you can check on that. Three, all things are possible with God. Next, Genesis 3.10, I heard thy voice. It's important. I know you can't remember as I go through these, all these statements, but we're going to return later on to these 31 statements. Okay? That's why I'm reading them now. We'll get to them later. On in the episode, once I finish reading them off, I heard thy voice. Five, Michael 7, verse 7, my God will hear me. Next, verily God has heard my voice. Psalm 55, verse 19, God shall hear. Eight, 1 Corinthians 4, verse 5. The Lord will bring to light the hidden things. 9, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. No man knows the things of God. Psalm 44, 21. He knows the secrets. That is, the secrets that are in the King James Bible. Tommy Hart knows them. Then we have Daniel chapter 2, 28. There is a God that reveals secrets. Psalm 18.39, the Lord lives. 1 Timothy 3.16, God was manifest in the flesh. That's a conclusion coming also from the joint scientific inquiry into God. Jeremiah 10.10, he is the living God. This is talking about the man, Tommy L. Hart. All these statements have to do with the man, Tommy L. Hart. Okay? But this is another conclusion coming from the joint inquiry. Jeremiah 10.10. He is the living God. Psalm 14, verse 7. 
The Lord bringeth back the captivity of his people. Psalm 50, verse 3, our God shall come. Isaiah 40, verse 10, the Lord God will come. John 14, 6, no man cometh to the Father. Luke 15, 17, he came to himself. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 15, that which has been is now. Luke 23, 47, he glorified God. John 14, 19, but ye see me. Number 23, Genesis 16, 13, thou, God, seest me. 24, Psalm 40, verse 2, he brought me up. 25, Daniel 2, 22, he revealeth the deep and secret things. Deuteronomy 1, verse 36, he hath wholly followed the Lord. 27, 1 John 2, verse 20, ye know all things. Talking to the man, Tommy L. Hart. 28, Psalm 66, verse 19, he attended to the voice of my prayer that he took, talking about God, the Lord, the man, Tommy L. Hart. John 5, verse 46, he wrote of me. Now, this particular one here, Plato wrote of the man, Tommy L. Hart, and Tommy L. Hart has written and spoken on Plato. So this is a two-way thing here. He wrote of me. Now we come into the end. Number 30, John 14, 26, he shall teach you all things. <laughs> Revelation 13, verse 13, and he doeth great wonders. The 31 statements here constitute a positive description of the man, Tommy L. Hart. You can call it a word picture. All right? A word picture of a man, Tommy L. Hart. And you know what a positive ID is. It is evidence proving that you are who you say you are. For a long time, I said, the Bible calls me Lord. It calls me Lord God. It calls me God. It calls me no man. And it, at a few places, calls me master. So these 31 things that I just read off, are, are they, they provide a positive ID, a positive identification of the King James Bible's Lord God. Tommy L. Hart fills that bill. Okay. And you have enough evidence in Lawmaster Archives. These are things that we already know. All right. Now, let's get with that which is stated in the title. Plato's word is a duplicate. What do I mean by that? We will see. Plato says God 
is a what? God is a what? What? What is like a blank in a statement which you're supposed to fill in, a blank to be filled in. God is a blank. What? All right. Now, Isaiah 40 verse 8 says, the what will come. It says, the Lord God will come. I'm just prepping us for that which is to come or for that which is to follow. John 14 verse 6 says, what cometh to the Father? It says, no man cometh to the Father. Remember what no man is? No man is a moniker, a nickname the Bible gives to the Lord God, who is found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart. These are things we should know. But what is the what? Well, I have one more before I get to that. It is written, there is a what that reveals secrets. What is written says, there is a God that reveals secrets. But what is the what that I want to get to? What is the what? We'll see. Take the statement, John 1, 1. And this will be, uh, from here throughout the end, we'll be dealing with this verse, this chapter and verse, John 1, 1. It says, the word was God. That's the last statement in John 1, 1. The word was God. The word was what? The word was what? But what is the what? We know the statement says the word was God. What is that which Plato says was God? What is the word and what is God? We'll be concerned with those those two things. The, where am I? But what is the what? We are told the word was God. But what does that mean? What is that statement, the word was God, trying to, what is it trying to tell us? In what way is the word, and what is the relationship between the word and God? We'll deal with that question. What is the relationship between the word and God? We will find out what the word is, and we'll find out what Plato says God is. Let's get with it. We learn that the what tells us the who, as in who is God. We know Tommy L. Hart is God. And we must apply all the knowledge that we have learned about God, about the man Tommy L. Hart, about Plato, about the King James Bible, 
we must apply all the knowledge that we have learned. Who is God? Okay, I'm continuing to read. But the statement in John 1, verse 1, is concerned with the what, as in the what of God. And that is what I will now answer. What is God? Or what is the what of God? It sounds repetitious, doesn't it? Or repetitive. What knowledge is there that satisfies the what about God? We know the who concerning God, but what is this what about God? Our John 1 verse 1 statement is trying to tell us. Let's consider John 1 1 in its fullness. The, 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 the entire statement or verse that is in the beginning was the word before the coming of the Lord God Tommy L. Hart was the word the written word preceded the coming of the Lord God Tommy L. Hart the pre-existent word let me say that again the written word is the pre-existent world, word, that is, the written word is the pre-existent word. The word pre-existed the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. Next in uh, John 1, verse 1, says, the word was with God. Here, the term with means of the same opinion. Remember the joint scientific inquiry into God by the Bible, King, King James Bible, and T Tommy L. Hart? We both, or they both, came up with the same conclusions. They are in agreement. They are accordant. They are agreeing. So that's what we have in the statement, the word was with God. The word was agreeing with God. The word was in accordance with the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. That's something, isn't it? Remember this. The joint scientific inquiry into God by the King James Bible and by the man, Tommy L. Hart. Both are unanimous and accordant, accordant in their decisions and conclusions. Example, example of uh, being of the same opinion. The word was of the same opinion as God. That is a conclusion of the scientific inquiry into the matter and truth of God. God is found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart. That is good. But here, 
is another definition of with, and it is the important one at this time. That definition says in some particular relationship. That's that's one of the definitions of the term with. In some particular relation to. I posed the question just a little while ago. I asked, what is the relationship between the word and God? Now, we are very close to an answer to that particular question. The answer comes in the third statement of John 1, verse 1, which says, The Word was God. But that answer needs clarification. I've already uh, given clarity to the first two statements in John 1, 1. Yes, the answer comes in the third statement of John 1, 1, which says the word was God. So we have an answer, and I think we'll get to it. I think I might have missed a page or two, but let me keep going. We know who God is. He is the man, Tommy L. Hart. But what is the word in John chapter 1, verse 1. What is the word? What is it? Once we determine the what of the word, we can then ascertain or see what relation there is between the two, the word and God, if any. The word as in the word means statement. The word, the term word in John 1, 1 means statement or statements. We'll see which is appropriate. The word refers to a statement. There, you know, one of the definitions of word is statement. So if you have words, plural, then you have statements, plural, in the plural. There may be one word or statement, or the word may refer to a few or many statements, which are which would be viewed as one word. For instance, if there are 10 statements, those 10 statements are to be viewed as a or one word. And we would refer to those 10 statements as the word. But that word consists, that word would consist of 10 statements. Follow me closely. 
So there may be one word or statement, or the word may refer to a few or many statements, which then, which would then be referred to as one word. We shall see what the precise case is. Now the word with means in one of the definitions is in regard to, and one of the definitions is in some particular relation to. I think I've covered that and of the same opinion. Yes, I did. But this is just a reminder because we'll we'll keep dealing with the Word and God. We'll keep dealing with the term Word and the term God. Four, we know the word or statement, so keep that in mind. When I use the word, when I use the term word, even in reading John 1.1, 1, 1, I, could, I could say word or I could say statement. Keep that in mind. The two here are interchangeable, word and statement, or words and statements, interchangeable. We know the word or statement is related to God. Why? Because that's given in John 1.1. It says the word was with God, and we went over that. The word, whatever it is or whatever they are, are in agreement with the man, Camille Hart, the Lord God. So we know the word or statement is related to God. There is connection between the two. Word, God. Statement, God. Five, we ask, what statement is there in the King James Bible that we know has to do with God? One such statement is found in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8, saying, the Lord God will come. We cannot argue against that. Lord God is in the statement or word, if you will. Uh, now, that is a word. The Lord God will come. What says the word? The word says the Lord God will come. But we're not done. Another word or statement concerning Lord God comes in John chapter 4, verse 25, which says, When he is come, he will tell us all things. That's another word. Remember I told you that about as I read the 31 statements, and I said, you know, we're going to return to them? Well, here, here, here we are. We have come back, in a way, to those 31 statements that gave a true identity 
of the, the Lord God. Those 31 statements, which I said then, uh, provide a positive ID of the Lord God, the King James Bible's Lord God. Yes, those are the statements that I'm talking about now. So John 4.25 says, when he has come, he will tell us all things. Another word. Is there another such statement or word? Yes. Where? In Daniel chapter 2, verse 28, it says, There is a God that reveals secrets, and he reveals them on earth, which is in the heavens. It's in space. So that's another word. So now we get the idea that there are multiple words, that the word word in John 1, 1 is not speaking about one single statement. It's speaking about multiple statements, a group of statements if you will. So, in Daniel, again, 2, verse 28, it says, there is a God that reveals secrets. He reveals them on earth. And you see where I'm going with this. I'm going back to the 31 statements or words I delivered at the beginning of this episode. Each one of those 31 words or statements is related or connected to the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, just as the second statement in John 1 1 says, which is, The word was with God. The word was connected to God. The word was related to God. The word was having to do with God. You can always re-listen to this episode from Lawmaster Archives because we know no one of us can remember all of this information just by hearing it one time. Okay, moving on. So we're talking about multiple words. Now, and I don't, let me let me get the connection here. Each word or statement of the 31 words says something that can be seen in the man, the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. Now, that's a very important statement. Let's, let me read it again. Each word or statement of the 31 words, statements, says something that can be seen in the man, Tommy L. Hart, the King James Bible's living God. He's living at this time. 
he's living at this time. Now, and I don't have to go back and read again the 31 words or statements because you have them already. But allow me to go back and read some of them, okay? I want to read some of them so you can get a feel of what we are talking about. Now, let's, let me begin reading. As soon as I get my book straight here. Okay. I read again, and I, I don't want to read them. I, let, me, let me be honest. I really want to read them all again. But I'm not going to read them all again. I may just skip about, okay, because I've read them all once. Michael 7, 7, my God will hear me. Well, you'll notice from Lawmaster Artaz that uh, the man Tommy L. Hart has heard the voice of the Lord God speaking to him from the King James Bible or from within the King James Bible. Early on, and this was before I started calling my study of King James Bible and analysis and scrutiny, I I began to say to those close around me, you know, seems like the Bible is talking to me. That's an observation. Remember the scientific inquiry? Observe. Observation, make an observation. That was an observation that I made that, you know, to those close around me who are following me, that it seems like, because it was in it was in the beginning. I hadn't yet proved it out or to be so. Yeah, it seems like the Bible is talking to me. And then later on, I began to say, and this is, I made another observation. It looks like they're calling me God. And I and they would say, Who? <laughs> and I would say, These these people in the Bible or these people who wrote Bible content seem like to me they're calling me God. You know, that's one thing about research and and uh, doing an analysis and, and and you know, examination and all like that. You don't get all the answers at one time. You don't get everything confirmed at one time. You know? It takes time. It takes time to run an investigation. It takes time to conduct a scientific inquiry into the matter. Okay? It takes time. And and some would look at me like I was crazy. And I and I the, the I would say it looks like to me. It seems to me they're calling me God. It seems to me that they are talking to me. Okay, long story short, as time went on, as time went on, you know, I began to see it more and more, both that they were calling me God and that they were talking to me. The Bible was talking to me directly. And it came to time when I had so much, you know, had understood it so much, that I had to make a conclusion. And the conclusion, and this was years ago, 
and the conclusion still holds up. It's been found that the Bible, the King James Bible, does talk to me, the man, Tommy O'Hart, and that the King James Bible does call does call me Lord. It does call me God. It does refer to me as the Lord God. It does call me also no man. It refers to me as no man, which is a moniker, a nickname for the Lord God, Tommy O'Hart, in the King James Bible. So through the years, and as the years have rolled by one by one, my knowledge of King James Bible my knowledge and understanding of King James Bible co- content has increased immensely. And yours could, and I've been on Blog Talk Radio for some years, and you could say the same thing if you have, have been observing the things that I say and teach and following me and going back, re-listening to the episodes and all in order to get a good, full, solid, wholesome, sound understanding of what I teach and say. That's what I hope you get from my teaching. Okay. I went off the track for a while. Let's return to the track. Now, Psalm forty-four twenty-one says, He knows the secrets of the King James Bible. Uh, Daniel 2.28, there's a God that reveals secrets. Uh, and you know, you know, you have them. So I'll return. Ecclesiastes 3.15, that which has been is now Luke 23.47. He, the, and all of these, as I said before, are talking about the man, Tommy L. Hart. And the man, Tommy L. Hart, has done these things. Remember all of those predictions? At first, it was at you know, 31 predictions, it, it got up to 31 predictions that Plato had made or, you know, made in the King James Bible. And all of those 31 pre- predictions, the man Tommy L. Hart fulfilled, those are big things. One, okay, Plato making making predictions that have come to pass just as he stated nothing ambiguous about them and the man Tommy L. Hart is the fulfiller of those 31 predictions it did go up from 31 okay but I, I, I do remember when it was at 31 the man Tommy L. Hart has fulfilled all of those 31 predictions now we're speaking about 31 words or statements. All right? It could be more. I stopped for this episode. I stopped with 31, okay? But this is not, these are not all of them. These are not all statements that I could have put in to this writing for, uh, for this episode. <laughs> no, I just stopped at 31. Okay. Thirty-one is a good number. It's a sizable number. Thirty-one points of identification. That's quite a bit. Okay. Thirty-one words. Okay. Let's return. 
and where did we stop? Beginning of each of these 31 words of statements. Okay, I think, let me start with number six. Here is the answer to the question, what is the word in the statement, the word was God? Listen, the word in the statement, the word was God, is a reference to the 31 words or statements I just brought again to your attention. The word in John 1, 1, and in the statement, and the word was God, and it's the same in the first first two preceding statements as well. The word is a reference to the 31 words or statements I just brought again to your attention. Let's call those 31 words, listen to this, let's call those 31 words or statements the group of 31. I give those 31 words, those 31 statements, a name. And the name that I'm refer that I will refer to them from to the end of this episode is the group of thirty one. Thus John chapter one verse one will read in the following manner In the beginning was the group of thirty one. The group of thirty one was with God, and the group of thirty one was God. What have I done? I have identified the word that the Bible says was in the beginning, that the Bible says was with God, that the Bible says was God. I have identified the word in John chapter 1, verse 1. I've given it a body. It consists of 31, that body consists of 31 statements. Okay? And I've given it a name. Given the word a name. The group of 31. Let me read it again without stopping. In the beginning was the group of 31. The group of 31 was with God. And the group of 31 was God. Now we know of the word. We know about the word. We know what it is. But the word, the group of 31, is the group of 31 is, this is about the group of 31. This is about the word. The group of 31, that group is not has not gone anywhere. It still exists. I'm holding it in my hand. The, that group has not gone anywhere. That group has not turned into anything or nothing. I'm still holding the group in my hand, the tablet. Housing the group of 31 is in my right hand right now. I'm holding it up. So the group of 31 has not gone anywhere. The group of 31 has not changed into anything. Okay? Get that. Understand that. It's very important. Because somebody will tell you the word 
changed into something else. The word became something else. No, the word is right here in my hand, and also the word is still in the Bible. Those 31 words are still in the Bible. They have not changed or transformed or been transformed into anything else. They are just how they were from create from their creation. That's very important for you to remember because the preacher will tell you something else. Even the philosophers probably, some of those will tell you something else about the word, which is false. They give you false teaching, false doctrine. I wish that they gave you truth and all, but I know because I've studied the matter for years and I found out that they don't, a simple thing. Okay, so that group has not gone anywhere. It still exists. Here is John 1.1 in corrected form. Now listen to this carefully. John 1.1 in corrected form. In the beginning was the group of 31. The Bible says in the beginning was the word. To understand that statement, this is, this is clarity. In the beginning was the group of 31. The group of 31 is with God. Emphasis mine. The group of 31 is with God. The group of 31 is in agreement with God, and I've spoken about that twice during this episode. Okay, so I don't need to repeat it. And the group of 31 is God. Now, that's understanding how to read John 1.1. Let me read it without, without interruption. In the beginning was the group of 31. The group of 31 is with God, agreeing with God, in relation to God. I, 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 I interrupted it, didn't I? Let me do it again. In the beginning was a group of 31. The group of 31 is with God, and the group of 31 is God. But we haven't finished yet. There is more. Right? There is more. It's just a little bit more. Now, here is the end, and it is coming fast. So listen carefully. Stay with me. What you see in the group of 31, you see also in the man, Tommy L. Hart. So I could say, okay, wow, the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, is a reflection of the group of 31. I don't have that written. I just thought about that. But one could say that. Let me read. In the group of 31, you see 1 Corinthians 2, 11, which says, no man knows the things of God. You see, uh, Tommy L. Hart knows the things of God. It says, no man knows the things of God. Tommy L. Hart knows the things of God. No man is a moniker or nickname for, for the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, in the Bible. You see, in the group of 31, Psalm 44, verse 21, it says, he knows the secrets. Tommy L. Hart knows the secrets of the King James Bible. 
You see, in the group of 31, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 5, which says, the Lord will bring to light the hidden things. The man Tommy L. Hart has brought to light many hidden things in the King James Bible. And he's at this time right now bringing forth something to light. These are real things, not fantasy, not religion. This is real. These are things actually happened and are some of them are happening now. Like I'm bringing to light right now in this episode things about John chapter 1 verse 1. Okay. Now, I can go on and on, you know, talking about bringing up those each of those 31 st- statements each of those 31 words. But I don't need to do that. Yes, I can go on and on, but that is not necessary. What you see in the group of 31, you see that duplicated in the man, Tommy L. Hart. The Lord God. Let me read that again. What you see in the group of 31 you see that duplicated in the man, Tommy L. Hart, the Lord God. So now, what is the what about God that we are told in the statement? The group of 31 is God. What is the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart? The Bible says the word was God. What is God? Answer. What? Okay, the question. What is the Lord God, Tommyo Hart? Answer. And this is in reference to the Bible statement in John 1.1. 1, 1. Answer. The Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, is the duplicate of the word. The word is the group of 31 the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, is the duplicate of the group of 31. That's an actual fact. That's a fact that one can see. Anyone can see, okay, unless they want to be a liar and all like that. But to be fair, honest, right, truthful and all like that, yes. These are things that anyone can see. Okay. They see the word of 31. They see the group of 31, and they see the things in Law Master Archives that the man Tommy O'Hart has done. Easy, not hard. So what is the Lord God Tommy O'Hart? Answer, the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, is a duplicate. He is a duplicate of the group of 31. Now, let and let me read the definition for duplicate here. Duplicate, anything corresponding in all respects to something else. The man, Tommy L. Hart, and his works. Let's just say Tommy Hart. Tommy Hart co- corresponds 
in every aspect that is in the group of 13. Every aspect of the group of 13. That's that's just a, a bare fact. Matter of fact. So, let, let me read that again, and let me read the last statement here. So what is the Lord God, Tommy Hart? Answer. The Lord God, Tommy Hart, is a duplicate. Remember the title? Plato's word is a duplicate. Plato's God is a duplicate. Okay, word. Okay, maybe I used the wrong word in the title because I think the title says for this episode, Plato's word is a duplicate. But it's not the word that is a duplicate. It's God that is a duplicate. God is a duplicate of the word. God, the Lord God, Tommy Hart, is a duplicate of the group of 13. The word in John 1, 1, as I have laid it out here, consists of 13 statements, consists of 31 statements, 31 statements. The Lord God, Tommy Hart, is a duplicate. He is a duplicate of the group of 31. So don't go but If the title says Plato's word is a duplicate, then that's, that's erroneous, okay? Forgive me for the mistake. The title should have been Plato's God is a duplicate. And maybe I did put God. Right now, uh, right now I don't know. But, okay, but the fact is the matter. Uh, the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, is a duplicate. He is a duplicate of the group of 31. And I read John 31 with understanding. Because the Bible, the same King James Bible says, go in the way of understanding. Here's the way you should look at John 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the group of 31. The group of 31 is with God, Tommy L. Hart, and God, Tommy L. Hart, the Lord God, is the duplicate of the group of 31. That's great. That is great. The man, Tommy L. Hart, corresponds in all respects to the things making up the group of 31. So remember, word in John 1, 1 is a reference to a group of statements. That group of statements can be, uh, can be referred to as the word. Okay. 31 statements, 31 statements. God is a duplicate. We, I answered the questions that I set forth, okay? We learn what the word is. We learn what God is. God is a duplicate. We already knew God was a man. 
we found out here, God is a duplicate. What is he a duplicate of? He is a duplicate of the group of 31. Great, great, great. In conclusion, finally, my brethren, do not forget to follow me on Twitter. Always, always make Lawmaster Archives your dwelling place. Follow Lawmaster. Love Lawmaster. And obey Lawmaster. Do not forget to go to Amazon.com where you can purchase one or more of my 11 11 books from Amazon.com. 22 products in all because each book is in e-book form and uh, paperback form. So, So there are 11 there are 11 products on Amazon, 11 books on Amazon.com, but 22 products. Got, got that? Well, you can, you'll see it when you pull it up, okay? So that's it. Plato's God is a duplicate. Your God is a duplicate. The Lord, the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, is a duplicate. He is a duplicate of all. He is a duplicate of the group of 31. Join me next time.